Welcome to today's episode of Absolutely Not. I am your host, Katrina Stroll, and I am dedicated to providing examples of setting personal boundaries at work and the vocabulary needed to name harm in those spaces. Some of that vocabulary includes harm, gaslighting, and traumatic. These words and their definitions can be found on my website on the resources page, along with other words that can help you build a more boundary-filled space at work. Today's episode is titled, As For Me and My House. Oh, in my house? Exactly. We're going to talk about it today. And I'll be talking about my house with Portia Obing. She is a social media strategist with nearly 10 years of experience in social media strategy and content management. She started before snaps were chatted, Instagram had stories, and ticks were talked. And her current specialties are Instagram and LinkedIn. She teaches women the mindset and strategies they need to be taken seriously on LinkedIn so they can stop selling themselves short and start attracting the money-making opportunities they deserve. Oh, quite frankly. <laughs> Portia loves being Ghanaian, oh my gosh, Ghanaian, spicy food, <laughs> dancing, live live music, listening to podcasts, experiencing new countries, and reading a good book, preferably on a beautiful beach in Ghana. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I see this yellow wall almost three times a week and I get excited when I see the yellow wall. I know. That's this my living room uh, wall. That's where I record all my content. As for me in my house. Oh! <laughs> and where, where did that title of today's episode come from? Well, so the title comes from uh, one of my favorite books in the Bible, Joshua. Uh, it is a great, I mean, it's great. It, it doesn't matter if you, like, I'm a believer in God, I'm a follower of Christ. It doesn't matter if you believe or not. That book is filled with messages about being courageous, not being afraid, not being worried. You know, God's got your back. And then there is a certain part, Joshua 24, 15, where he says, that's for me in my house. Joshua be clapping back. And that's- <laughs> And I hear it. And I'm glad that other people are able to use his words uh, throughout life. Um, what are, or have you had any um, instances recently where you've had to say, as for me in my house? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> particularly, particularly when it comes to work, uh, being that I work in an industry where they really value billing the client. It's like, oh, we're gonna bill the client, we're gonna bill the client. And recently, uh, because it's been, the, it's been the warm season, summertime, right? Uh, there's been a lot of messages about like, yeah, take your vacation, but like make up your hours. Where, who? <laughs> Ask for me in my house, I'm taking, what's the purpose <laughs> of having paid time off? If you're going to make up your hours, mm. ask for me in my house, I will be having my paid time off and no hours will be made up. I will not be checking email. I will not do that. I will not be getting on anybody's website. I will not do that. It's not going to happen. 
that's for me and my house. Um, and when you let those certain individuals know that your house will not be participating in um, the exploitation of your PTO, um, how did they feel? How did their house feel? <laughs> so the thing is i'm not very concerned about how they feel about it i don't yeah i don't ask for permission i notice that uh, a lot of the time the women uh <laughs> write it down <laughs> yeah a lot of times like women in particular will ask permission like oh i would like to take these hours off to go to a wedding for, number one, never ask permission to use your own time. Number two, who cares what you're doing? If you want to take the hours off for a mental wellness day, do that. If you have to travel, do that. You owe these people nothing. If you come to work and do what you need to do, what what more do they need from you? Um, so if you're concerned, oh I don't care. Oh my God. Um, I need to repeat this for my own damn self and my <laughs> own damn house. Um, do not ask for permission. You, you don't owe these people anything. You have already worked some, some, some hours to accumulate those some, some, some hours to take off. It is within your rights. Um, That's the thing. You've worked the hours to get the hours. Why are you giving them up? Oh, okay. I've been a part of several organizations who kind of rewarded people for not using their PTO. Have you ever been a part of organizations like that? Girl. <laughs> every, every question you ask, I'm just going to be like, girl. <laughs> I, you, I was thinking about this the other day, just like the various places where I've worked who encourage and celebrate people who push through or who work over 40 hours a week and they recognize it and they reward it. And it's absolutely disgusting. It's toxic and it's disgusting. Like, why are you rewarding a broken system? If you're, if you're, right, if you're not a doctor, if you're not a teacher, like a social worker, if nobody's life is in your hands, why are you working more than 40 hours a week? Consistently, like, yes, I understand there are times when there's big projects and you have to do this work and whatnot. But other than that, why? Why Why are these companies being like, oh, like we just wanna, you know, congratulate you for, you know, putting in this hard work. We see the, the hours that you're putting in. You will see me outside enjoying my life. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not gonna do this. Oh, I am just not going to do this. And I, I, I feel that, I feel it within my heart, in my house. <laughs> um, what you touched upon is the broken system. So if Jim and Carl have to work 40 plus hours a week, some y'all need to hire somebody for Jim and Carl. I get it that they will do it, but Jim and Carl need help. That's they, real. They have families. No, that, that's that. And that to me is like the saddest part about it is like, there's so many pieces of this broken system and the people like we as a get blamed for a lot of these things like like you said if, if Jim and Carl are working over 40 hours a week there's a lot of things that are wrong there right like leadership is not doing a good job of communicating goals and objectives they're not letting people know like what are we really focusing on and what are the important things that we need to focus on right and then you have policy that's not allowing you to hire the people who need to be hired and you're losing money right so these people are not efficient enough as they could be and you as a company are losing money, just hire somebody, give them 60, $70,000 and hire them. Mm -hmm. 
stop wasting everybody's time. Because where does that money go? That's neither here nor there. I don't care where your money is going, but it needs to go to Jim and Carl's team because they have families and they haven't seen them in how long. They'd be proud of it too. But that 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 right there, that's like that's to me is just so sad because when you talk to older people, never, never do you hear an older person say, Oh wow, I just, you know, I had this great career and advertising and I just, I just, I'm so proud of that one campaign we did. No, they're like, I loved my experiences with my family, with my friends, the relationships that I build, you know, the vacations that I took, like that's really what lights me up inside. Not working at some trifling desk. <laughs> Excuse, I don't know why that is making me cry right now, but I think it's just, it, it reminds me of a time when I was that person, I was literally telling people like, oh, you know, I just got that award. I just got, I just um, did a 12 hour shift. I just, da, 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 I just got this qualification or I just completed this course for what man? But the thing is, again, like that's, that's victim blaming, right? Because you were in the system that continued to reward you for doing this. Like you don't get rewarded for being like, hey, everybody, I'm taking the day off for myself. Mm-hmm. When you do something like that, you're seen as weak or like giving up on your team. Who cares about y'all? <laughs> y'all are not. <laughs> like Ooh. my team? No, my team is my family and my friends. God is on my team. Y'all are not on my team. You pay my bills. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought up a team because setting boundaries is often lonely at work because people will perceive you as a certain amount, whatever they perceive you as has nothing to do with us. But I'm glad that you brought up the team. You shouted out a lot of people. Is there anybody else you'd like to shout out that's on your support system slash team? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, my family. (laughs) (laughs) I say, yeah, God is on my team, my family, uh, my friends. I mean, that's like, when you think about life, like what more is there than like beautiful relationships with people who love and support you and like being in in communal, like communal spaces, you know, especially I I like to like how you said, like setting boundaries can be lonely and especially lonely as a black woman, because we're seen as doing like, we just do a lot within these organizations. I've just been in several meetings in my career where black women are the only ones contributing to the conversations, right? Like we're the only ones giving the ideas. We end up doing all of the work. And then when you wanna set a boundary, it's like, oh, what's wrong with her? No, what's wrong with you? (laughs) That should be the question. I'm a whole human being who is trying to be healthy and mentally stable. What are you that's doing? What that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, what is wrong with people just really protecting themselves and their own energy? Because at the end of the day, there is only one you. Mm. You're the only person, right? Like, if you, I tell people all the time, like, if you died today, they would send flowers to your family and two days later would be looking for somebody to fill your role. It's that, it's that, it's that. Um, everyone. I was being generous. 
I love that you talked about relationships because that's what boundaries are about. We're trying to build healthy relationships so we feel safe and comfortable in the spaces that we're in. In these relationships, have you ever met anybody in the professional realm that was able to continue a healthy relationship with you once you set boundaries? Oh yeah, I've had, I'd say one of my best bosses was uh, in a previous organization. It was like a he, like a, a, a white guy, maybe in his late thirties. Um, but he also, he also enjoyed life. So like his, you know, like, that's why I say leadership is very important of you like, like being able to model for your team. What's important. He enjoyed life. Um, there was, there was, I think that's where I really picked up the, there's no need to get, ask permission to use your time. Uh, there's no need to explain where you're going or what you're doing. Uh, just take your time and do what you need to do. He really, he really understood boundaries. And I remember there was like one time uh, at that organization, I had a pretty, he, he stopped being my boss. And then I had another person come in and she was not a good boss at all, but like, she did not know boundaries. And I think he had to set some. <laughs> <laughs> like no no ma'am you will not be calling me on my on my personal phone for like whatever time like he had a family like he don't have time for this oh my gosh and that I mean it really makes me think of the word culture so when you move into even if it's just your department like that was just your y'all's team and he built a culture they're like now nah, y'all are good you can take time off don't ask for permission this is your life I also have a life so bye-bye yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, that culture. Yes, I think and it's also great that you pointed out that there can be a, a, a an overall company culture, but then your team culture can be one that's very different. And now that you mentioned it, and I think about, I think about that organization and our team, I feel like just the department in general, people, I think thought people people thought that we had a little bit too much fun. But now that I think about it, the head of the, de the department, she also like took her vacations, enjoyed her time. I would say that she was good, but then the like the managing directors, they probably got a lot of work and not enough direction. So I think they were the ones who were probably most miserable, but then like the managers under them were probably able to have more of a life. And now that you mentioned it and I'm thinking about it, I can see why people outside of our team perceive that we had too much fun. Yeah. And see, even in that, that that's culture itself. When people see other people setting boundaries, they have like two reactions. It's either, uh, no, we don't do that here. Or, oh my God, y'all doing too much over there. Or, oh my gosh, can we set boundaries? I have no idea. Like, I didn't know that was possible. Um, have you had either of those reactions before? I'd say in that that company in particular, it was more of we don't do that here, mm -hmm. and we we don't we feel like we can't set boundaries. Yeah, I felt like there was a lot of that there. Like yeah, like if we set boundaries, like we'll get fired or blah blah. So what? Find you you can find in twenty twenty one. All the ways you can make money. Who cares? Keep your sanity, keep your peace, keep your joy. Oh, one of the biggest lessons I had to learn this year, um, and I learned this through therapy, is money will come. You can shake your ass on a corner and make money. <laughs> you don't even have to go outside. You, you don't, don't even have to. Hands. You don't even have to go outside. So money will come. I mean, I'm, I am not saying. I mean, we 
it, do, get your money however you will, but I'm not saying quit your job today and start shaking your ass on OnlyFans. But <laughs> what I am saying is if fear is keeping you in a hostile environment, if fear is keeping you in an abusive relationship, whether it be professional or not, if fear is keeping you somewhere you do not want to be, do not. Push it aside, push that fear aside and make better decisions. And Portia, it sounds like you've made these decisions before. What, what made you go? Listen, we're gonna go back and say, girl, again, listen. That's why that's why I tell people that Joshua, it's it talks all about do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, do not be afraid, do not have fear, do not take on fear. Cause like, and that's why I always advocate journaling. And that's what's really been helpful for me because whenever I feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, I can go back to like a journal entry from three years ago and see that I could to like I can totally do this, right? Like I can I can move past this. I know one of my the job I had before my previous job, um, I was I was like it was a, I was like kind of struggling in my job search. But I knew that I could, I mean, there, I'm talking about like, like when the, when the signs, when God is throwing the waterfalls <laughs> of signs, like you need to go, you need to go, you need to go. But then it, it feels like it's so much safer where you are and you don't know what's on the other side. But every time I have gone to the other side, the other side has been better. It's always been better. Oh my gosh. And I, if for anybody who may be listening to this and was like, okay, y'all talking about a lot of stuff, but I could not possibly do that. Did you hear that? Every time she has gone to the other side, it was better. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And also we have to also change our beliefs in, in understanding what we deserve, you know, like, do you really think, <laughs> like, do you really think you deserve to go to a place every day that you cannot stand doing unfulfilling work? Like who told you that that's what you deserve? You don't deserve that, you know? Oh, another cry break y'all, but uh, I'm okay. Um, you do not deserve that. I think so many of us allow other people specifically if they are, they're in a position over us to dictate what we deserve. Oh no, you don't deserve to take time off. Oh no, you don't deserve to say, no, I'm not taking on that project. You don't oh. deserve, mostly because they have been in the system longer than we have and they're just perpetrating what they have heard in the past. But if you are listening to this today, start deciding what you deserve for your own well-being and for your mm -hmm. own self. Hey man, come on, decide <laughs> what you deserve. For your own, I mean, it's so important because we like, especially as women and then black women, we're taught to just sacrifice, 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 but you can't keep giving and giving. You can't give from, from an empty self. You have to, yeah, you have to decide what you deserve for yourself and your own well-being. I like that. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you'll write it down in your journal, which I'm glad you brought up journaling because that's a great way to kind of process our emotions and decide, okay, this is where I want a boundary to be set. Are there any other softwares or tools that you use to make sure you're setting boundaries where you need them? 
No, it's really my journaling. I do old school journaling, uh, which is hard, hard these days to find a good journal. Back in the days, you'd be able to find some really great ones. But yeah, old school journaling, uh, pen, pen to paper. Uh, that's how I, yeah, that's how I really just process my thoughts. And, I, and also, I would say with age, it's gotten better for me to be able to set these boundaries and stick to them. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah. Cause like the older you get is like, I don't care about these people. <laughs> and I, I wrote down the team again, just because I cannot remember, or I don't have contact with a lot of people I have been on teams with. Are you still in contact with people you've previously worked with? <laughs> no, I like to, I like to, I like to uh, leave. <laughs> <laughs> There's like people that I make friends with at work, but other than that guy who I said was a good boss, like I can look to him for advice. Uh, oh, and then I had another another uh, man, another white man who was head of the department at a previous job. I keep in contact with him. Uh, they've been great career mentors and sponsors. Um, but other than like my work friends, what what purpose do I have? <laughs> And I'm making that face out just because if you are, once again, operating out of fear and not leaving that toxic place because you're like, oh, I have Becky. She like my friend. Let me tell you something. As soon as you leave that place, I, I have not heard from Becky in years. I have in a really long time. Basically. Basically. I mean, so, that's, that's the reality that you have to face. You just have to understand that this is this is the reality of it. These people, you're not gonna talk to them. <laughs> oh my gosh! And if you and that goes for your manager, your department head. If you are afraid, hey, I'm taking on abusive behavior from my manager, but I don't want to jump the chain and talk to the department head about the abusive behavior. Let me tell you something: that manager does not care about you. If they get the chance, they're probably going to do that anyway about your performance instead of you doing it first. So having that line of communication is so important. Have you ever had to have those conversations where it went up and up? Oh yeah. In my previous employer, I definitely had to have that, had that, <clears throat> excuse me, but how you said that the, the managers don't care about you. This is 125% true. Uh, managers themselves like have been like, there's been surveys that show they have too much work to care about you. Right. That's why I say the system is broken. Like they shouldn't have this much work and they shouldn't even be called managers. We should be have leaders. We should have leadership in these organizations. But yeah, uh, my terrible boss, she was awful. And so I went to her boss, nothing happened. So then I had to go to HR and nothing happened. Uh, in fact, even in my first job out of college, I had a same experience where uh, the head of department, she was actually verbally abusive to me. And so I just had to keep going back to HR and by the time I had to leave, HR was like, oh, no, we're sorry. Uh, <laughs> here's some here's some here's some money so you don't sue us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and that goes back to you talked about the system and policies. What policies did they have in place that were protecting you? Did any policies kind of align with the, the experience you had there? 
No, I think that's one thing that I've learned since, yeah, doing, especially working on my LinkedIn content and uh, writing more articles is realizing that a lot of HR departments do not have policy to protect people, right? Like a lot of the policies to protect them as the organization. So one thing, like if you are job searching to look for is to make sure that they have policies to protect people, especially marginalized groups uh, and any instances that may come up in your career. Right. And even if they have those policies, you know, a lot of people have put out a lot of statements and a lot of things in the past year, but please make sure it is specific to you and your needs. Um, so for instance, a lot of people have inclusion statements and they have discrimination policies. Well, I would like to know how you're going to handle microaggressions it, should they arise because I am a Black woman. Oh, we've never dealt with that before. Okay, then I cannot work here because what is the what are the steps about that? And I think it's very important that you said like I cannot work here. I think it's very important for people being comfortable with walking away, right? Like you don't you don't need this job. They need you mm. and your skill set. You can walk away from any one of these roles and find a new job. Mm. Or if you want, listen, if you want to do uh, Uber, if you want to make videos on TikTok, whatever it may be, there are too many ways to make money for you to be in some miserable job or just taking whatever job comes to you. Mm. Oh, whatever job comes to you. Because I think that's the mentality that a lot of us went into our first jobs with. Like, I should be grateful because there's a lot of people out there without jobs. The culture is shifting. We hear a lot about the culture shift, the big resignation that's happening right now. Are you excited about it? I love it. <laughs> I it so much. And these companies are like, well, what, what, what's, what's going on? We don't understand. Get your, get, you treat your employees like trash. What did you expect? When people can make money any type of ways these days, why would they stay with you? Oh. For, some, for some trash benefits? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the companies that are baffled, that are losing their heads, like, I have no idea what we can do to change. I hope they're loud about that they have no idea what they can do to change. Because, um, sis, bro, fam, it has been two whole years of people giving out free information on the intranet. Sis, <laughs> Thing. Too no, it's, true. it's true it's true they 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 know what's going on it's okay but i'm glad that you're excited about the great resignation because i am as well i think it's a huge culture shift not only for in corporate america but for people in general a lot of people even in their personal lives are not accepting abusive behavior anymore if it doesn't align with their values um, have you been experiencing that outside of work as well? In terms of um, not accepting abusive behavior anymore. Oh, well, well, I'll say outside of work, I, my life is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great, enjoyable life outside of work. I, uh, no, yeah, I will not. My friends and family, like everybody in my life is fantastic. Um, and then, as I said, I've gotten older. I'm not going to deal with like abusive behavior in the workplace. Mm. Oh, so happy for you. But um, while we're wrapping it up, um, one of the questions I love to ask my special guests is, have you crossed anyone's boundaries lately? 
Oh man, that's a good question. Have I crossed anybody's boundaries lately? I think the only time that I, I'm concerned about people's boundaries are my friends who have kids. Mm -hmm. Is like, oh, like, should I be texting her at this time? Uh, like, that is the only time when I'm like, oh, am I crossing her boundaries? But then I know with, especially with like moms, it's it's hard because it's like they they have their 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 moms, but they're also people too, right? And so they want they want that like non-mom talk because they talk to other moms. Like sometimes you know they want that non-mom talk. Uh, so that's probably the only time that I'm like, oh, maybe I'm crossing a boundary. But at work, I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you. I don't. And I, I, I try as least amount of possible to even communicate with <laughs> oh, um, And that also speaks to the types of relationships you want at work. If you don't want that type of buddy-buddy relationship at work, make it known. I don't, I, this is the amount of communication I would like to have in this relationship. That's and you it. will know nothing about my personal life because I choose what I choose to, what I deserve. Oh my, what? I decide what I deserve. Oh, here we go. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I decide what I deserve. And uh, apparently, apparently, but you also get to de decide what other people deserve from you. If, um, if you want to give them this much, that's, that's okay, Dandy. But if you are expecting this much from them, you need to let it be known. This is, ooh, communication 101. But thank you so much for sharing that. No, that, I, I, that is a two-way, yes. I like that a lot. <laughs> Letting them know. And you don't even have to let them know. You just, you just are not going to ask me how my weekend is. I'll say fine mm. and keep it moving. You can tell me all about your weekend. You will hear nothing because I don't care. Mm. And see, ooh, that We'll get it, we can get into all of that, but just know that your expectations, let them be known and let people know exactly what you decided you deserve. Ooh, that's a, that's a, well, <laughs> and to wrap it up, what is the, what are the top three tips you would give to professionals who are just now hearing about boundaries and want to set them at work or are moving into their first role? I would say setting boundaries is the easy part, maintaining them. Ooh is the hard part, especially because you, you know, like corporations, they really want people to conform. Like that's, that is their job is to make sure you conform and you fall in line. So if you can try to set up whatever works for you for maintaining boundaries, you know, if it's, I mean, I'm always going to advocate for prayer and meditation, like taking a time to breathe, even like one minute, uh, just like constantly just reminding yourself that, that these are my boundaries and I just have to be okay okay with whatever people like their response has nothing to do with me and everything to do with their beliefs and how they feel you know <laughs> right so I would say that's number one like maintain your boundaries uh number two re constantly remind yourself of your boundaries right like I the, these are these are my boundaries and then I'd say the third one would be understanding like if there are times at work that I guess, you know, some more busy, busy time or hectic time explaining that, okay, yeah, like I can help with this one thing at this time or like, you know, do this thing one time 
because I want to do it. Not because I think, oh, this will like make me look better. Look better for what? For what? You get the same salary. What are you like? What are you doing this extra work for? What are you for? What a promotion of what? Your salary. Listen. Last thing I'll say: <laughs> these companies make millions of dollars mm. in profit, not revenue. Profit. Your salary pales. You're not getting paid enough for the work that you're doing. So don't do more than you need to do, just because you think, oh, it's gonna look good. Don't know. Don't blow your boundaries for those reasons. Mm. And that's once again, um, celebrating or rewarding people who are just letting themselves be harmed, harming themselves for the benefit of the company. Oh my God. For the benefit, not even of the benefit of the company. When you really think about it, you're benefiting these CEOs and COOs mm. who, who they, they vacation and they call it networking. Oh, I'm just going to, you know, we drum up some business in Aspen. Why are you over here working all day? Oh, I'm just going to go to uh, Ibiza. We, there's a conference. No. <laughs> you are blowing your boundaries for the good of the, no, for the, good of the CEO and the, and the shareholders who get the re, to reap the rewards of all the work that you've done. And you're not taking your vacation time and you're upset, you're stressed out, you have heartburn. All right, I'm done. I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> no, You are on a roll. Um, I appreciate you being so transparent with us because these are the things that nobody tells you even when you take that first role. Nobody is um, in orientation. They're not telling you, hey, take your PTO. They're not telling you, hey, set boundaries where you need to make sure you're cultivating healthy relationships. And if you feel comfortable, stop relationships where you want them to stop. Don't nobody ever tell you that. And I work in HR. I have never heard it in my life. Y'all. She telling y'all, <laughs> she has been there. She is telling y'all, you got to listen to the people who know what they're talking about. Uh, so um, I think the last part I really want people to hear is go to the place where they're able to accept you for who you are and all of your boundaries. If you go into that interview and you talk about boundaries and they say, oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, child, <laughs> run. <laughs> like, oh great thank you for that conversation i will be going yeah, yeah. get your bag and go <laughs> because what else would continue what 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 else would the conversation bring besides more guess, harm harm <laughs> more harm because i would have to sit there and teach you but that's neither here nor there <laughs> Are there any last minute sprinkles you'd like to share with the audience before we go? Yeah, the last thing is, yeah, you can feel fear, but you can do it anyways. Like if you have that, you know, that nudge in you, you know, if it's, you know, your discernment, your intuition, whatever it may be, you can do it. You can do it. You hear that? You can do it. Quit that. Don't quit today, but make a plan. Reach out to Portia. Make a plan. Yes, make a plan. <laughs> Get the people you need on your team, whoever it may be, whatever they may be, and make sure you have the people in place to get out of there safely with as little, as little harm as possible. Because once again, mm -hmm. Becky will not be there after you leave. We heard from Becky. 
in a while. You know what? I might check up on it. <laughs> Um, once again, this is absolutely not. I am your host, Katrina Stroll. My amazing special guest today was Portia Obing. Her information will be in the show notes when this is published. And you can find everything about her on my website after this is published. But until next time, keep setting those boundaries and saying absolutely not to anything unaligned. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Absolutely Not. Your support means the world to me. You can always further support the show by leaving a review or visiting the support the mission page on my website, www.katrinastroll.com. My website is also where you can register for upcoming live episodes, watch amazing past episodes of Absolutely Not, and buy Absolutely Not merch. Yay! Until next time, keep setting those boundaries and saying absolutely not to anything unaligned. See you next time.